All right, let's go. It's Thursday night, Sunday pours here to bring you into the weekend. We got a gigantic game five on the tube. We got Thursday night football in the background. I think they just got done reviewing uh, interception. It took about 45 minutes. Um, that was most of the first inning. And we got uh, the eve of the big stag, uh, long-awaited. That's not a surprise, is it? I didn't, I didn't blow the surprise, did I? No, I haven't had anything to do with the planning of it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I am ready for that. I'm ready, I'm ready for everything. Right. Well, I know. I, as long as you knew there was that. I, I mean, if there was a surprise, I did want to ruin the surprise. So, you're welcome. Uh, oh. Or to uh, uh, stag a year 13, 14 months after the fact. Uh, yeah, I was out. I was outside uh, after work about six o'clock before, and I was catching my neighbor coming home from work. This is the cigar Bob. Yeah, guy r- haven't heard about running cigar for Bob, office. Haven't heard about cigar Bob. Wait, he's running for office? Uh, tax collector, which I didn't even know you could run for. Oh, but the signs are up. <laughs> oh no. Um, did you have any? Does, now that you know that he's running, does he have like? The air of a politician about him? Oh, I knew he. I knew he was because I did my research on him. He ran in 2018 for something and lost. I don't know what it was. Nice, exactly. But oh. yeah, this guy he likes to run. He likes to be a pol. Yeah, no, I've always thought he was a little bit of a politician. Okay, because um, he's like he's kind of nice and, but you know, neighbor, got to be civil with him. And uh, you know, he invites you over for a brown and a cigar. I mean, there's worse politicians than that, I guess. Well, he might just know. He might just know his uh, constituents, you know. Hey, listen, you're my neighbor. If you're if you're like a Hoffman skip away, I'll vote for you. I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't have to think that hard in the booth. He, he did his research. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he did. His, he might have done his research. Um, but anyways, so I catch him coming in the driveway, and I just making small talk as I'm picking up dog shit. I'm just like. Oh, by the way, uh, you know, stag, uh, 18 months late, I'm having a stag <laughs> tomorrow night. Uh, if, you're in, if, you know, if you're interested, no pressure. It's just at the time. You know, it's right down the street from us. It's really close to our house. Sure. Our houses. And uh, he does the, he does the, oh, uh, you're, selling, you're selling tickets. You have any tickets on you? How much? <laughs> so right, then, right, then I, right then I know, like. He's probably not interested in going. Right. But still, throwing out a few bucks for a ticket, no problem. Yeah. Instead, instead, I was just like, ah, oh, I mean, if, if you're in the area, you know, if you want to pop in, like, I'm, I don't want to take your money if you're not going to go. <laughs> you got to tell, like, I could, I could tell when you, like, you, I could read people and I could see in his eyes, like, he wasn't going to go. So I didn't want to look like, I mean, even though I probably, he's a fucking politician, I should have shipped him down for $35. But. <laughs> But I could see it in his eyes, like, yeah, I got to see what's going on tomorrow. I was like, oh, no, I mean, if, if you could pop in, you know, but don't worry about it. Little I, didn't want, like, I didn't want to have to run inside. He's like, you got tickets on you? What was I going to do? Oh, yeah, they're inside. Let me run and go get them. Get your wallet, <laughs> you fucking prick. <laughs> no, I'll take four. I don't have change. I'll take the full 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Run inside, get them change. He'll see me, uh, see me on Christmas next time he sees me. Shoveling snow. I'm I'm most surprised he wasn't a little more gung ho about the old stop by. You know, politicians do anything to kind of get out there, especially you know he's already. That's what I was thinking. I was gonna like show him off as my important 
my important friend <laughs> oh, that yeah. could get shit done. Yeah, maybe you're gonna make a lot of friends bringing the fucking tax collector to to the party. <laughs> I can't think of a worse guy to bring. <laughs> well, little does he know, like, nobody there lives in this town. I was going to play it off like, oh, yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you in office and pop in there. Uh, you know, there's a few less, there's a few worse people to bring, like some mooch that's going to, like, that's going to borrow something from somebody, like a known guy who's a mooch. Bringing that guy to a party sucks. Tax collector, that's up there. No, tax, but yeah, somewhat, yeah, I mean, I don't know if he'd be the guy who would bring up politics. I might, like, throw it in there as a softball for him okay. to get him going. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, no, that is one of actually the worst guys to have at a party is, is the political guy, the guy who brings up politics. I think it might be the number one seat, actually. Well, I don't know, too drunk and, like, starts hitting on the wrong woman might be number one, but political guy Listen, is up there. Uh, we've all kind of been there before, so it's not, let's not point fingers or the two drunk. I guess it's more common than we think. Well, the two, the two, <laughs> we've all been the guy that was too drunk someplace at some point. So let's, mm-hmm. you know, let's not uh, sling arrows here. <laughs> uh, we've, none of us have been the politician guy though, so that's good. No, not necessarily politician guy, but just guy who's going to, bring up politics in mixed company oh yes well especially when there's like people different groups mingling you don't need that no which i don't think he would be no well no he might yeah he might just it's right around election season he might mention might have a card or something but that's i don't think he i don't think i don't know the guy but i don't think a guy like that would he's got a sign at the end of the he's got a sign at the end of the street big sign with his picture on it If anyone wants to see who my uh, neighbor friend yeah, is, you can see, see him. I'm going to see Cigar Bob. Vote for Cigar Bob. Cigar Bob on, on the ticket. All right. Well, we're looking forward to it. It should be a good, uh, oh, whatever. It's a good excuse to hang out, have, have some good food, smoke a cigar, and a little uh, brown. A few bears, a few laughs. Yeah. You know. uh, yeah. How about, are you watching, uh, have you been locked into Giants Dodgers game five here? Yes, I am. Uh, Dodgers going with the – I'm so pissed that it worked. But they got through two innings with the reliever. Now they're going to Urias. Uh, and they'll go to him. Technically, it hasn't worked yet. We haven't seen Urias. Right. Yeah, I think I think he's going to be be okay just because he's used to come out of the bullpen. He did this before. In the playoffs, he's done this before. Um, yeah. I know he's been he a closed out. Did he close out the World Series last year? Not sure. He's – too good to be in the bullpen. So, uh, yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's I get I kind of get what he's doing though because they've had such problems with the bullpen at the end of the game in in recent history that you know why uh, why trust Corey Kniebel in the seventh and eighth inning? You know, if it's a one run game or something, where you could have him in the first inning, it helps us kind of get through three or four batters, which is what he did. I mean, that is the positive, right? You don't have to see Corey Kniebel in high leverage innings. And if he does give up a crooked number, plenty of time to, ca- to catch up. Kind of get a free DH, too, for an inning, right? When, you know, until, you know, but Arias, as we said earlier in the show early, earlier this week, he's a good, got a good stick. So, uh, But you kind of get the free – you waste a bench spot, but you get a free DH. You know, at some point you're going to pinch it for uh, these relievers, right? Because they'll, they'll get to the ninth – it might get to the nine spot. Yeah. Uh, no, they ha- they have to, right? 
Uh, yeah, it's third. Yeah, hello. Just that simple math there, listeners. It's arithmetic. Yeah, nice and easy. Uh, we'll how big of game. a fa- how big of a favorite is the winner of this game in the LCS? Huge, right? Oh yeah, a hundred one team against uh, the Bravos. The Bravos, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. There's not even it's lopsided. Do you give the Braves any chance? Um, Only because game one is going to be Saturday. So make your make your make your prediction now. Uh, do I give them any chance to win the series outright? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say against the Dodgers, a small chance. Better know. chance against the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers would bludgeon them. Yeah, I think they're. I think either way they can get smoked, but I think they have a better chance against Dodgers. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's an easy take, but I feel like the Braves are gonna go down in like five. Yeah, it's gonna be five game series. <laughs> yeah, they best, I mean, they, best uh, game. Best game to take will be game one. They, they got to get it early. They they got through the Brewers by the skin of their nuts. It was pretty it was pretty anemic their offense, both offenses. It wasn't like a slugfest by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I was looking at stats today, team stats in baseball, and the Brewers were like fifth from the bottom of batting average. I guess I didn't realize that when I picked them to beat the Braves. Their <laughs> offense was kind of disgusting. <laughs> I mean, that was pathetic. Kind Council was bad in that series, uh, which I don't remember him being. Bad postseasons past, but I mean, he was terrible with his pitching changes. Just not a uh, a tough series for the Brew Crew. Not, a, I was gonna say, not a team that shows up in October that often, but I guess they have been there a few years in a row. But uh, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be a little, I'd be a little irritated losing to the Braves. Noah Cunha. I mean, the, I mean, Bra- the Braves got a lot. Of, they they kind of got a lottery ticket this year, man. They were about to be sellers at the deadline, and the Mets and Phillies were like, nah. No, 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 no. Right this way. Right through the back door. I mean, they retooled, man. They, they, did, they did what they could. They got Peterson. They got um, the other outfielder there. Uh, you know, I mean, he loses. They, they lose Ozuna and Acuna. And uh, they, they lost Ozuna. Do? Ozuna domestic dispute? Well, yeah. yeah two, different, two different situations completely. <laughs> um, I forget who it was. The Heyman or... Uh, some baseball writer like put it on Twitter, like uh, he r- rallied off all the all the names of the all the players that the Braves lost, mm-hmm. and some like, a few got mad at him because they thought he was like comparing an ACL injury to a domestic dispute, <laughs> like a domestic violence case, right? Which wasn't the case. It was just they lost them because of it. Like like oh, overcome all these things, and he apologized, but he apologized for it. Um, I'm so out on these baseball guys on Twitter. I'm so out on these guys. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't like searching for it. I came across it. I actually heard it on uh, the radio. You're talking about it. Ass kissing goofballs. Yeah, and I can't listen to the radio anymore either, man. I'm. Uh oh, Taylor. Oh no, and maybe yeah, if that. this 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 field. Uh, you got around that pretty good. This field though, no gimmies. Yeah, I was I was there a few years ago. I did a little lap around the stadium. Took a little tour. I missed every single – I think I missed five of the seven runs that were scored because I, I was out in the outfield at some picnic table stuffing my face. 
Jeez. Like 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 stands at the U.S. Open. Well, <laughs> uh, like no sidelines couldn't watch the game from the picnic table. I, I wasn't well. I mean, it was only like an inning or two. But I got I don't know if I ever told this, but I got awesome tickets to this this ballpark. Yeah. It was a, a Tuesday night in April. It was a, the night the day we landed. So uh, fuck jet lag, fuck jet lag. Three. I mean, if you travel to Europe, I guess you could use jet lag an excuse. Cross country, three hours. You just got to power through that shit. So it went, like went straight. To, That's it. It's just like staying up late. Exactly. So I was at a baseball game from seven, ten o'clock. So ten o'clock's really one a.m. You're up till like two, three in the morning. It's fine. Yeah. And then you reset the next day. Yeah. Um. So went to this ballpark. We got fifty dollar tickets. Second row behind the Giants dugout, right behind oh. Bochi, oh. right behind Bochi. Tuesday night in April against the Nationals. It was uh, 2018 or the Harper's last year. Okay. Uh, Harper was there. Uh, so, no, we got up, like, after the first couple innings. I wanted to do a little lap around the stadium, check out McCovey Cove. At the time, it was one nothing, And we're sitting there in right field, got something to eat. And I could see the fans, who, you know, the fans that stand kind of in right field on mm-hmm. that, that high wall. Mm-hmm. And they went nuts for two home runs. Like Brandon Bell hit a home run. <laughs> Michael Taylor for the Nationals hit a three-run homer. By the time I get back to my seat, it's 3-3. Final score was 4-3. So I, mi- I missed most of the offense. But I wanted to take <laughs> in the stadium a little bit. I was a neutral observer. I didn't have a dog in the fight. So, you know, I yeah, figured I could take a couple innings off. First time there, maybe the only time there. Yeah, might as well. San Francisco as a whole, the city. Yeah. A little, a little off. Off okay, well how's that? Uh, I don't know. Um, so they have a reputation for homeless, right? Is that is that accurate? Yeah, it's one of the reputations. Yeah, I think that may have been part of it. I don't know. The people there were a little. I don't know if they were locals or what. Hmm. The city, like I did, like the touristy stuff, I enjoyed. Giants game. Like, if you're in San Francisco, got to do a Giants game if they're yeah. at home, obviously, in season. Got to do Alcatraz. Alcatraz was awesome. All right. I highly suggest taking an edible and doing Alcatraz. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was probably the highlight of San Francisco. Okay. Just walking around Alcatraz with a recorder on high as shit, like 10, 10 in the morning. <laughs> All right. There was an old prisoner there signing autographs. Isn't that kind of strange? No, it's awesome. What did he do? What was the guy? What was the guy in for? I don't know. I didn't get near him, bro. I was fucking tripping on an edible. I'm like, yeah, this is how point. this is how the sequel to The Rock starts. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, you're gonna. He's gonna read you like a like a book. This guy's stone. He's my hostage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's gonna know exactly, exactly what's going on. Um, but that yeah, that was fun. Like just going in the uh, in like the recess area is that what you want to call it? Like in you know in Shawshank when they're hanging out in those bleachers. Oh yeah, like the yard. The yard, yeah. yeah. I went down there, like off. It was kind of off uh, the tour a little bit. You know they have they that you do these tours where they give you the headphones and they like you kind of guide yourself. Like I did it at the Kennedy uh, Museum in Dallas too. Okay, kind of guide you through it. I went like off book and I just. I walked down the stairs and it was cool. It reminded me of Shawshank. As yeah. cool as a prison could be, I guess. 
Did you as do long as you're not hanging out? When you walk around the yard, did you like start shaking your pant leg like you're letting some uh, some dirt from the wall out? I was taking it all in. <laughs> I was taking it all in. Uh, but yeah, so you do Alcatraz, you do Giants game, you could do. Oh, you gotta see the Full House house. <laughs> Went out of my way. I don't know if my wife was thrilled about that, but we walked <laughs> to see the the uh, Full House house. They got the red door still. Oh, I read somewhere that they took down the red door at some point, and like people demanded it come back. Jeez, they I mean, you got you got it. I'm not sure. I don't know if people who own the house had to give into that. I'd be like, great. I don't even think f- it was owned. I don't even think I don't even think anyone lives in it. So it's just a place. That's weird. It is weird. Yeah. Had to see it though. Perfectly good house. So I, I gotta go. I gotta rewind a little bit here. What well, you gotta talk about the people that you ran into? What kind of interactions with the people that made you feel like they were off? Um, I maybe it wasn't the people. Maybe it was just the the city as a whole. It just wasn't. Um, I've been. I don't know. I've just been to better cities. Hmm. I've been to better right. cities. Oh, I had, a, I had a funny interaction with a bum okay. in San Francisco. All right. So he was doing the whole panhandling thing. Yeah. Or like he just repeats himself. Yeah. Like, hey, sir, can I have a dollar? Excuse me, sir, can I have a dollar? Yeah. I'm just, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know exactly what he was saying, but it was something along those lines. Sure. Yeah. You know, you know. And then the finally, when I was like up on the con- conveyor belt, you know, he was just like, I, so I'm, I'm wearing a Yankees hat because I wore a Yankee hat to the game because I was second row. I wanted, in case I was on TV, you know, I usually I wouldn't do that neutral observer, but, you know, you show I, wanted to, I wanted to show the West, yeah, West Coast too. It was like a West Coast yeah. thing I wanted to. Yeah. Um, it is the same thing in Chicago, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to, <laughs> like, fuck them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm here as a baseball fan, but I'm not rooting for anybody. Exactly. Uh. So I, I'm approaching this. I mean, bomb, you're not, you're not gonna buy a Giants hat. No, of course not. Yeah. No. Uh, so I'm approaching this bum, and he's like, "Excuse me, sir, can I have a dollar? Excuse me, sir, can I have a dollar?" And he gets to me, and he goes, "Excuse me," and in and in the middle of it, he goes, "Excuse me, ah, fuck the Yankees." And he just, <laughs> and I just, <laughs> and I just, la- I just, I just laughed, and I kept moving. I think he was wearing a Chicago Bulls shirt. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> not, without even breaking stride, I was like, "All right, I mean, that's respectable." Might have given him, I might have given him a dollar for saying that. Well, I mean, May, well, maybe he, he, he figured, did insult my team. Maybe he figures, you know, New Yorker coming through here, I got to act like a New Yorker. That's something a New Yorker would do, in his mind. Yeah, New Yorkers are very well versed in walking past bums, though. That's also true. Without yeah. even skipping a beat. Oh yeah, no, you can't. It does, you can't make eye contact. You can't. I mean, it's uh, it's tough to treat another human being like that. But I mean, they're the they're the person calling up to you asking for something. Just I to, just uh, say sorry. I'm sorry. Man, there's I don't guy, know what else to say. <laughs> there's a guy that always asks me. There's a guy in Stanford always asks me uh, for something when he sees me, and I'm just like, and this guy is young. I mean. I'm sure if you got to clean up a little bit, you could get a job doing something. Um, that's better. Right now, yeah, anything he could get right now. Yeah, seriously, man, it's crazy. <laughs> maybe he does. I haven't seen him for a few, uh, for maybe a couple months, maybe since summer. Uh, so maybe he did get a job, which is great. But yeah, I used to, I'd always see him. I'd be like, I'm all plastic, man. He used to get mad at me. I'm like, dude, like I'm not like getting. Oh, the aggressive panhandler. Yeah, 
like I don't owe you anything and I'm not going to go make change just so I can give you something like that here, bro. What are you thinking? Yeah, bro. Yeah, once in a while you get an aggressive panhandler. That's, I mean. Well, one time, even worse, even worse than the aggressive panhandler is in New York when I was working there, there was a guy with a cup wearing Jordans talking on a cell phone. Like, what? Uh, This doesn't make any sense. Everyone's got a cell phone, man. And everyone's got a cell phone. And fucking Jordans? What year, what year Jordans? I don't know. I don't remember. It was, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't ask uh, to see the inside of the lip on them. Could have got, yeah, I don't know. They got Jordans at Goodwill? <laughs> I don't know. I guess, I guess, I guess they could. But still, they were nicer sneakers than I had at the time. So uh, it doesn't matter where you Yeah, going. you can't be giving that guy money. Yeah. Yeah, so that was uh that was San Francisco. That was it was all right. I like I like Napa Valley better, even though it was a little bougie. Yeah, I feel like San Fran would be just a lot of hippies and hippie offspring and people who forgot that the sixties ended. Yeah, see, I didn't even get that from San Fran though. I didn't get like the liberal vibe from it. Uh, I didn't. I don't know. It was. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know if it was the people. I have to what's talk like, to my wife because she thought there was something off about it too. What's like the doubt? I don't even know. Like what the city part of San Francisco is like. Like I know, like with Chicago, I know what, like Hollywood, like L.A. is like. I know what, like obviously New York, and I have an idea of other places. But like, uh, I have no idea what like the city part of San Francisco is like. Like I, I picture like the rolling hills and shit. But uh, oh yeah, you you gotta hop on the. Uh... You got to hop on the, what do you call it? Is it, tro- is it called a trolley or an L car or something along no those idea. lines? Because the, the hills are ridiculous. Do I, where did you my question, oh, my question was, how do you have like a kid in a stroller living around there, man? You let go of the stroller. See you later. <laughs> it's dangerous. Well, yeah, I remember. I remember from the car chase scene in The Rock. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Very that was the first thing I thought of when I saw the hills. And I did walk. Uh, I did walk a couple of miles to a dispensary. That was a lot of hills, Worst which time. wasn't too. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It wasn't too bad. But there are some parts where it's real hilly, and you're you're not walking. Yeah, I'm sure there's some athletic freaks that could. Nah, nah, you wouldn't want to live in San Fran. Nah, no way. Doesn't sound like it at all. And I've flat. been to like L.A. L.A. area, Orange County, and I'm not really in love with that area either but i would probably pick southern cal over northern yeah there it's all it's people though the people like i've been to los angeles and it's the people there it's very strange yeah it uh, is they're just a different breed different breed for sure yeah they probably i mean they probably say the same thing when they come northeast right i'm sure they do but i mean uh I don't know. Everybody, everybody kind of fantasizes about being like from the Northeast, being a New Yorker, kind of being tough guy from over here. Nobody's like, I want to go to LA and be a yuppie or whatever. Right? Yeah. I mean, the only reason people ever wanted to go to LA was show business. And as soon as COVID hit, people realized, realized they didn't need to be there. They all bounced. Mm. Yeah. They're all going to fucking Texas now, right? Right. Yeah. It's not even like they're going somewhere nice. They're going to Austin. That's how much they hate LA. I've never been to Austin. I don't know. 
<laughs> I wasn't even a fucking power for like a month this year. Is that, oh shit, that's right. Yeah, Remember? yeah. We're gonna go there. I'm good, man. I'm good where Austin's I am. Austin's the capital. Austin's the capital, right? How far is Austin? All I know about Texas is Dallas. Everything is far is so far away from everything. Houston is nowhere near. Dallas is nowhere near. Austin. Is oh yeah, it's like four or five hours. There. Everything is so far away. Austin to Dallas is like I think I feel like it's two hours. That's that's not bad. That's three good. hours. Three hours. That's, if, that, if that's what it is, that's not bad. Yeah, my only experience with Texas is Dallas in excruciating heat. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's not, not my list of places I really want to go. Texas? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would have to be for something. I Like, I would like to see every state, but... I got. I need a reason. And I was going to a game in, in Dallas, so I, I would never go back there just to see Dallas again. Yeah. When you were in San Francisco, Dallas what? is a. Oh, by the way, Dallas is a fucking weird town too. That's a real fucking weird. That's that's way weirder than San Fran. <laughs> Why is that? Dallas is like Dallas is like you're in a time machine. Oh, really? Dallas, yeah, it feels like Kennedy got whacked like two weeks ago. Oh, it's so strange. It's so strange, Dallas. That's <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's that's a that's a feeling I cannot. I I, I just can't uh, understand. Like I, we've talked it's hard, about, it's hard. To just, it's it's hard to put into words. We've Dallas. talked about There's going an airy feeling around it. We've talked about going to places like that are a time warp, but. Uh, that's a, that's a different kind of time warp to me, like Atlantic, oh, the Kennedy. Or, like Atlantic City or the Shore. Like that's a time warp in itself. But that's like, I don't know. It's that's, in your comfort zone, though. It's East Coast, right? Right. And you know, I've been to places up and down the coast that are like that my whole life. So, yeah, it's much different. I can't, I can't even picture it. You're right. Comfort zone, nostalgia, uh, feelings to it. Dallas. Uh, yeah, once, you, once you're out of your comfort zone. Yeah, Dallas. It's strange. <laughs> I wonder if that's why Stephen King wrote that book. Yeah. You, you know about that book where like he uh, there's a guy who goes back in time to try and stop the Kennedy assassination? Yeah, they made a miniseries out of it. Yeah, I didn't see I didn't see it or read the book. I started the miniseries after I read the book and the book was much better. I didn't I didn't bother finishing it. It was very strange to how they did the show. Yeah. But I could imagine like the way they way he wrote about Dallas and you know when the guy went back there in Dallas '63, I think he was even there for like a year before, right? He spent like a year there or something. I forget exactly how it worked out. Leading up to the assassination. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because like so, there's uh, uh, this is not really a spoiler, but there's like a portal somewhere. The second shooter. Somewhere up. <laughs> There's like a portal somewhere up in the northeast. I forget, probably like Maine or something. You know, if you know uh, King. And uh, but it, it always, if you go through the portal, it takes you to the same part of the same day and whatever. Let's say 1962 or 1961. And when you come back, it's the same time you left. But you you age, I think. Um, you age while you're there. But so if you if you time stop, like, stops, what's that? 
time stops. Yeah, present. but you come back to the same time that you left, right? It's a tough one to explain to friends and family. Exactly, right. But this guy, a guy had like no ties and nothing to lose, basically. So he was doing it. Um, but so yeah, so one, you know, once he figured out that you know went back to the same point of the same day, you know, whatever, then he came up with his plan. He had to he had to like make his way to Dallas, spend like a year there, and that's like the feeling I get like from reading that book of Dallas. Then that's what I'm picturing in Dallas now with you there, which is very is very strange. Just it's like a dirty, it's, dirty hot, yeah. And uh, I don't know. Like I know in New York, you kind of keep to yourself. I get the same. I get the same feeling you would do that in Dallas. And I don't know if it's because we're from the Northeast, or because you know you don't know who's going to look at you sideways and uh, pull a gun on you. It's because you can. Yeah, it's uh, it's very airy in Dallas. Eerie, huh? All right. Eerie. That's yeah. That's kind of the gist I was getting from what you were saying, and where I was trying to get from that book. All right. And I, I, I spent one night in downtown Dallas, and like that was enough. And I mean, I, I mean, near the cow, we're near where the because that's not where the Cowboys play. Near where the Cowboys play is just an absolute dump. Arlington. That's where actually that recent shooting was. The school shooting. Mm, okay. uh, that was Arlington. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, the one hot, the highlight of Texas was actually Fort Worth. I would recommend Fort Worth to people if they're in that area. Barbecue. Mm-hmm. You go walk around on a little like uh, it's not a, called a ranch. I don't think. Uh, it's like they they it's like almost like a little western town. They run the cattle down the main road twice a day. There's no open container law, so you can walk around and drink. So does like a time uh, warp. Yeah, Fort Worth. Well, yeah, Fort Worth was cool though. That it didn't have the eerie feeling to it. It felt it just felt like Texas, like normal Texas present you, day. How bad did you want to pack a lip when you were walking around there? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> for, for for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst, the worst thing about like Texas, not the worst thing, but you get uh, you get like in an Uber, and there's a guy just wearing like jeans and a you know long sleeve button up. Oh, and I'm, I'm in degrees, shorts. Yeah. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt, and I'm like, bro, what are you? <laughs> well, I mean, he's like, oh, you caught you caught us actually uh, on the down end of the heat wave. This is <laughs> this is nothing. I'm like, it says 92 on my phone. Yeah, but how, they, how they, hot they, does it get here? They probably love to say that shit to people. Yeah, just it's kind of like how we do with the cold. When anyone, yeah. anyone from down south complains about the cold, yeah, you got that. You got that thick northeast blood. Don't don't be shamed by it. They got that. Thin, I don't know, Texas heat. That's a truth. Is that a truth? Thing? Your blood thins out if you live in a warmer climate. I have no idea, but I'm going, I'm going with it. I, I, I think I, it does. I think, I think that's true. All right. Well, there you go. You got that thick Northeast blood then. Mm-hmm. The, the warm climate literally softens you up. Yeah. Yeah. It does, yeah. It's, I don't, uh, I don't care if I'm down there for like 20 years, though. I don't see myself wearing jeans and a long sleeve shirt when it's 92 degrees out. I mean, I love jeans, but yeah, I feel like I wouldn't be able to do it, man. That kind of that kind of heat. Oh, like Aruba, when I was in Aruba, Aruba's uh, heat is worse, but you're on the water, so you get a breeze. Like there's get- points in Aruba where you want to just, I mean, jump off a cliff, but like there's a pool. 
right there. There's an ocean right there and a breeze. So it's, you know, it's a little different. Texas, man, it's fucking dry. There's fewer things that are as uncomfortable as wearing jeans like a day you shouldn't wear jeans. And you're just like, oh, God. Yeah. What was I thinking? Like, maybe, maybe it's like the heat comes a little early in the season or you think or like now and you're thinking like if you wore jeans today you'd be pissed you might be pissed because it was a little warm today um, yeah if it was not a work day obviously so uh like there's nothing more uncomfortable than jeans when it gets like real hot in there oh yeah you're just your whole lower body is oh. just an oven oh, 450 yeah. man <laughs> that shit is broiling down sweating, there sweating sticking stinking ugh and there's nothing you can do about it. Because got- jeans are, like, heavy, too, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They it's don't the help at all. There's no gift. <laughs> no there's gift. no leeway at all. Uh, we got no score through four and a half out in San Francisco. Speaking of uh, – Yeah, Logan Webb dealing, Julio Urias. And yep. they, that experiment's worked so far. Yeah, going to a second inning. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's it's pretty miserable, man. Uh, it's got it's got to be the Giants, man. I don't I don't want the Dodgers to win. I also want either the American League team to win. It is absolute hell. I have a problem with the Yankee fans who uh, are like just and or the who are kind of more upset that the Astros are there than the Red Sox. It's very strange to me. When uh, the, as much yeah, as I hate I the Astros, as much as I hate the, hate the Astros, like the hatred for the Red Sox is like on a molecular level like that's in my soul yeah it's tattooed on your soul yeah i I don't know how you as much as you hate any other team like the reason most of the reason i hate the patriots is because i hate the red sox like obviously as a giants fan i've beaten a couple times in the in the uh super bowl i don't have much reason to hate the patriots it's not like we have this long-standing rivalry but they are offspring of uh and married to Red Sox Red Sox fans. It's the same people. Yeah, so I mean that's a that's a big reason why I hate them. And the same church. Yeah, and I don't understand why people start loving Tom Brady now because he's gone that have you know watched him for all those years with Belichick and the Patriots kind of ruined the NFL. And they're like, "Oh, <laughs> I, I respect his consistency." Well, yeah. I mean, we all respect winners. You don't have to fucking like them. Right, you don't have to openly chair for him. Yeah, I don't need to be in a fucking bandwagon. What? Yeah, I, I, it's just, you know, people are just marveling at what he's doing at this age. I mean, I'm thrilled he's out of my division, but I don't, I'm not rooting for him. I don't like him. No, he's got. Afraid he didn't do well. I'm not, you know, I don't, not, I don't want the Bucks to win again. No, God, no, no. They're, they're, please, no more, no more championships, no more Super Bowls for this fucking guy. Please. No, can somebody just injure him? I mean, Jesus. No, Enough already. Nobody can injure him. We, I mean, Dolphins injured his thumb last week. Tried. It's not gonna be enough, man. <laughs> we tried. Uh, I, I was looking at some. Uh, did I talk about this already? No, MLB stats before. All right. Earlier, earlier today. Mm-hmm. And I think I was talking about this during the season. And the reason I liked the Astros this year to uh, come out of the American League is because I think we were looking around May, like maybe two, two, two and a half months into the season. Mm-hmm. 
And they hadn't struck out. They didn't strike out a lot, and they hit for a high average. So I just happened to look at the how where they landed when the season ended. Mm-hmm. They led the league in batting average and struck out the least amount. And I know those are, you know, two prehistoric stats that aren't supposed oh. to be important anymore. Wow. But, I mean, you know, and another crazy thing about them is – so they lead the league in batting average, strike out the least, and they led the majors in at-bats. So they had more at-bats than anybody. Yeah, I mean, I have no problem with the People find a way to poo-poo on these stats, but, it, I mean, connect the dots, man. Here they are again. And, and how those, those pesky small market rays bounced, all they did was fucking strike out this season. True, true. Just not they weren't just weren't built for October. Yeah, man. This year. Uh, not I, built for October. They didn't, and I can't get on the only thing I can't get on the race because like, they go games three and four, they start Rasmussen and Rasmussen and uh Colin McHugh. Yeah. Like they have to do shit like that. Yeah. They can't go out and sign a Garrett Cole. They can't go out and, you know, like Nelson Cruz is the biggest move they've probably ever made at a deadline. Yeah. Like they, they don't have the horses. They, they, they have to get creative. They have to trade a guy like Snell a year too early. Yep. So it's tough to get on them organizationally. You want to get on the players for underperforming, okay. Uh, but I just, I just I don't know. They weren't, built, they weren't just, built for October the same way. I just hate them. Oh, no, you can hate them. <laughs> and I, the thing about the Astros and Red Sox, like, I'm just like I, I don't like if the Astros play the Giants in the World Series, let's say, I'll rule like hell for the Giants. But like I just don't. I'm like over the Astros, man. I'm over it. Like they just they've they've proven like yeah they cheated. There's no doubt they cheated, and I think there's some truth to that buzzer shit in 2019. Oh, but yeah. I'm just like I'm over my hatred for the Astros, man. I've transferred it all towards hatred for my own team. <laughs> that I'll, I'll like, I'm always gonna hate. I'm always gonna dislike the Astros. I'm not gonna go out of yeah. my way to root for them. But it's 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 not the same as like the Red Sox hate. No, no, it's, it's not, not. It's not, not even close. Like I'm just just over. I'm over the whole Astro thing. I I I easily like when I tell you easily easily root for the Astros in this series. It's not even. It's not going to be difficult at all, man. Altuve, Correa getting big hits. I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. I'm not going to be – I'm shameless, shamelessly root for them. I don't care. <laughs> shamelessly. I do not care. I mean, I'm at the point now I just don't want the Red Sox win. Go let the Astros win the World Series. I'd be fine with it. If you told me I could sign for the Astros winning the World Series right now, I will sign on the dotted line right now. <laughs> I don't like care. Somewhere. Okay, I, I, I yeah, that's it. I don't care. Like, I'm just I'm tired of Yankee fans complaining about the Astros. They fucking kick our ass every time when they have to. Yeah, well, it that's sucks. why. That's why I don't like them. I don't even think about the cheating as much anymore. I just don't like them because they've kicked our ass. They're a fucking thorn in our side for years now. Yeah, I mean, it's not even a thorn in their side. A thorn in our side compares that you're bigger than they are, and they're just a little bit annoying. No, this is like they are a thorn in our like our kidneys. Like shoved deep into our kidneys and we're bleeding out slowly. Uh, they're ama- yeah, that's why I don't like them. Like I, the cheating thing, I don't think about that at all. I, when I think about how much I don't like them, I think about the losses and Altuve walking off, and uh, I don't think about the buzzer at all. But I, I guess I maybe I should, I guess. But I think about it, but it's not. I just think once, about it, once it's done, it's done. I can't. 
I yeah, exactly. Well, I, yeah, I'm not, they're not going to get those games back. Like we're not going to live those live those seasons over again. And, and yeah, I mean, once those. you get away with something, like A Rod probably was juiced up in '09. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, I'm not uh, giving that back. Clemens was Clemens was definitely juiced up for the, that the playoffs in 2000. Not oh, giving yeah. that one back. I don't oh, give yeah. a fuck. Once it's done, it's done, man. I, you know. I don't, you know, you're not taking away my title. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Red Sox, all their titles were led by a guy on crazy steroids. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Their so, best player. Yeah. Without him, I mean, they, they have nothing. So, uh, well, not all of them, right? The last one wasn't. He was on the team. Nah, we could probably dig and find something. They were using Apple Watches or something. That <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, so yeah, I don't even think. I just think about how much I think about it mostly in the field. Why I don't like them, and they're just like a recent team that has kicked our ass constantly. Right. And the right. same, you definitely, same reason you definitely hate, should not like them. Yeah. It's the same reason I hate the Rays, and plus you see the Rays all the time, and obviously there's a little bad blood there too. But I just don't like. I don't like anything about them, and I can't stand the fucking bees all the time. So that's why I hate them. But I mean, the Red Sox thing is like, I mean, that's like Capulets and Montagues. I mean, that's. Uh, I mean. I don't know, worse than that. That's it, it just goes it goes it goes back. It's like ingrained in you from the laundry, from, man. From, just, it's the laundry. Yeah. Ah, it's amazing how I just as soon as they go there, they immediately don't like a guy. They come out of the bullpen, I hate them. I got a stupid face on them. I hate them. Yeah. Uh, and they do they do have a history of, of having like perfect, just perfect guys that fit that uniform. Yeah, like Schwarber is like a perfect fit. Over yes, there. it was ridiculous. Like what? Like this? Make, of course, he's a fucking Red Sox. It could be for yes. uh, for just this year, or it could be for the next six years. Like yeah, of course, he's just a perfect Red Sox. He it's just fits. He fit, He fits the mold perfectly. Verdugo, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's incredible. The most Red Sox. He's the most Red Sox guy in a while. Mookie might not have. Mike, Mookie might have been the least Red Sox guy because he's like a little bit slick, you know, a little bit. He's he's uh, well kept. He's not like scummy like the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, he wore the jersey, so I don't even think about him as Red Sox anymore. That's over. He's a Dodger now. No, he. I mean, no, no, no. He's he, in, the, in the long run, he's going to be a Dodger. Yeah. So I don't in the record books. Yeah. Might have been. Uh, they're like this guy just doesn't fit in here. <laughs> Okay, MVP season, hundred runs, hundred ribbies, thirty dinger, ah, thirty steals, nah, doesn't fit in. Yep, uh, and here they are back in uh, uh, back in the LCS two years after they traded the guy. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Wow, and McCullers is down. McCullers being down is a huge blow. Yeah, I, it almost levels the playing field. I, I feel like Houston was a favorite in the series now. I mean, they have home field advantage, and that's about it. Yeah, I feel like they're, they're deep, though, right? They have pretty deep pitching staff, the Astros, right? I mean, they have Valdez and or Keith. Dude Garcia or Quitty. Yeah. I mean, or, oh, are, what, or is he or is he pitch from? Maybe not that. Deep. Oh, man. Maybe do yourself a favor and do not. <laughs> All right, this because – it's because they're deep. Doesn't mean that, it's, that they're good. Do not throw Jake Odorizzi in Fenway. <laughs> Hell not. That'd be a disaster. Either one of those parks, jeez. Yeah, definitely two hitter parks. Short, uh, short, short left fields. You, uh, you impressed with the Yankees' moves today? 
Oh, making Phil Nevin the uh, scapegoat. Yeah, Phil Nevin and Marcus Timms, both gone. I mean, you knew they were both. I mean, Nevin, you knew a thousand percent was was gone. I fucking uh, hate how this organization two days ago is like, oh, it's not the coach, it's the under, it's the players they underachieved, and then they, but then they fire these two guys. I mean, we knew they had to go. It makes sense they had to go. Yeah. But why, why are you throwing the players under the bus who need to be fucking right? They need to be thrown under the bus because they deserve it. And then you're like, oh, wait a second. But it's, also, but it's also the third base coach and the hitting coach. Make up your fucking minds, man. There's no fucking leadership at all there. It's all about fucking relationships and friendships and fucking palm, you know, palm greasing and just fucking everybody's got to be friends with everybody. I don't know, man. It's, why are we, who are we protecting? What, what, since when do these people become bigger than the fucking sport? Big, like Cashman, you didn't reinvent baseball. If you did, you reinvented it worse than it was. <laughs> and Boone's, uh, right, we've said it ad nauseum, he's a terrible manager and hasn't gotten any better. But why, who are we protecting here? Why are we the, they've almost, the Yankees have become uh, almost a political party, dude. They're like one of these networks slash political parties. They, they're, they're uh, you know, pissing all over your head, you know, tell you it's, uh, tell you it's fucking, you know, champagne. Yeah. Like, they, like they tried to literally, I mean, I'm going by what Andy Martino tweeted, <laughs> but like they're literally trying to blame Phil Nevin for Boone's, some of Boone's moves over the past couple of years. They're saying that Phil Nevin was too much of an influence <laughs> in his air. I mean, the guy's, first of all, he's at third base half the game. He's not even in the dugout. I'll tell you something. So half the game, he's not even next to Boone. Like, I've never heard a third base coach get blamed for the manager. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If your manager is so (laughs) fucking soft and such an incredible pussy that his third base coach could influence him so fucking negatively, do you really want that guy to be your fucking manager? Do you want a guy to be influenced? So poorly by a fucking third base coach. Oh, all we need to do is get rid of this guy because he's a fucking he's a little devil on Aaron Boone's shoulder. Let's get rid of him. He's gonna that's, that's gonna fix all the fucking problems. That is the dumbest shit ever heard in my life. You're a political party. Man. What that's fu- what I'm saying. What kind of leader can be shamelessly lying to by your fucking face? Phil Nevin. I mean, how's Phil Nevin not getting chewed out by his fucking manager for sending guys? And, in, in, you know, six months ago. It happened, I mean, that's not what cost him the game, you know, the, you know for the, the wild card game. But, I mean, wh- why is he not, like, why is he not curbing that at some point to the point where the biggest game of the season, he's still fucking doing it? Oh, by the way, Cashman fired Nevin. They didn't have Boone do it because Boone is uh, good friends with Nevin. Uh, again, just, you know. Best. <laughs> He's, he's probably over there. They're probably lounging by the pool. And we got the call. And they go, oh, shit, I guess I got to pick it up. The fuck? Yeah. So I just thought, I, I thought that was very, uh, that was very, not State of the Union. What are those news briefs they have daily at the White House? Oh, like the press press briefings? Yeah, it's like those things where, like, they'll just lie. They just blatantly just lie to you. Yeah. Just be completely full of shit, like. I mean, who's reading that and is like, oh, man. I, was, I, I knew there was something behind that bad pitching change Boone made in August. That was probably Phil Nevin. Fucking Nevin. Get rid of him. 
I mean, blaming the third base coach. I mean, I could, <laughs> I could read you the it, – it's so – like, I'd be embarrassed to even tweet this. Like, if I, if I – like, even if I did hear this, I would tweet it and then I would just go – like, I, I wouldn't be able to just leave it there. I would have to have a form an opinion on it. <laughs> I mean, there was a sense among some on Yankees organization last year that the Boone in-game moves that were unpopular internally – what does internally mean? Like Cashman, front office, yeah, Randy exactly. Levine. So th- that the Boone in-game moves that were unpopular internally were due to Nevin influence. Now Boone would have different voice in his air during games. But he's the first of manager. All, but he's the fucking manager. And it's not even his bench coach. Who's his bench coach? Isn't the bench coach supposed to be in the air? Third base coach is like third or fourth guy down in the rung. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to handle this next year. I know I'm going to get sucked up in spring training. And I'll be ready to go, but you know, well, yeah, you're I'm, always I'm, ready to go. But I was at the end of I was at the end of my rope with Boone last winter. Like I was not excited about him coming back at all last winter, and now I'm I'm even more pissed now because it's an opportunity to get rid of the fucking guy. And he's going to come back. Uh, I mean, thank God that fucking terrible influence, Phil Nevin's going to be gone. But I, I just, I, I, I'm going to have problems next year, man. I'm going to have some serious fucking problems next year. It's going to be, there's going to be joyless. Like this year at times was joyless. Another- I found this year to be almost all joyless. 90% joyless. Yeah, there was, yes, because you kind of knew. The, the, the most joy I had was the last, I don't know. Like that 13 game streak was fun, but you know, you kind of knew it was for the birds and maybe the last two weeks of the season, just getting to the playoffs. Cause the playoffs is always fucking exciting. Well, yeah, you got to give yourself a chance. You can't vote against. I don't, them. I don't, I don't take any, even the shit, even the stupid wild card playoff appearances. I don't take them for granted. You just don't know. No. You don't know if you'll be back next year. You got to get uh, there. Yeah. So, uh, but that might've been it, but yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. I guess it's 90% joyless. And <laughs> yeah, it, it, I'm gonna go in there next year. I'm gonna have this is gonna be bad feelings from the get go if that guy's back. And I think you're not. The thing is, is like sometimes we yell and scream and we're irrational and we're not on the same page as like the new age Yankee fan. I think everyone's basically on the same page. Like I haven't heard, I haven't heard a legit fan really defend it. Like almost, this is most I'm going by people I know and people who are you know Yankee fans in the public eye, whether it's a podcast I listen to or Twitter account. Yeah, nobody wants the guy back, so I feel like he's gonna get. He gets announced on opening day next year. Oh, man, and he's gonna get. He, he's gonna get. He's gonna get it from the crowd. I hope, I hope so, man. We might. We might like this, team, it seems like he's very universally, not disliked. It's not personal. He's he's universally just wanted. No, I don't like him. Out. It's personal, yeah. Now it's personal, yeah. But especially if he comes back, uh, it's um, yeah. I just don't like him. Well, you are in the minority, my friend, because people love this man. Why? What does he do? He for must. Me? He must be the nicest. He must be the nicest guy in the world behind the scenes. Uh, he probably. I bet he gives out shitty candy on Halloween. The fucking cheap shit. I bet he's gonna give out. Yeah, you know, the guy like that should be giving out full full bars. I bet it's the fucking. I bet it's the ShopRite brand fucking candy, asshole. 
I don't know. I feel like he overcompensates and gives out good shit. Because he knows, you know what I mean? He's got to overcompensate a little bit. Yeah, he's a dick. I don't like him. I don't like he's him. He's a great too. guy. He, he adopts children from third world countries. Did he really? Yeah, a couple. Well, maybe it's maybe it's all scammed to keep him out of the house for six months of the year. <laughs> Brian, man, really, I can't go back to the house. I can't. Wait, wait, till, wait till they're in middle school, at least, please. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't like him. I don't like him one bit. I don't care how fucking nice he is. How many? I'm just saying the way the way people the way these reporters uh, slobber him. He's he's got to be just he's one of the most well liked guys in baseball, man. It's crazy. And not for nothing, you're you're like you know we we like to give these uh you know these talking heads on Fox or like CNN like a hard time for not being. You know, fair and impartial. Yeah, these fucking baseball reporters, man. Just fucking report. I don't. Need, you know what I mean? They all they they all they do is go to bat for these guys, whether it's managers or put. Like all they do is go to bat because they want access and they yeah. want you know the interview and shit. Yeah. They're just as bad as these these political assholes. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's probably even worse, especially since the pandemic, because. Uh, once they stopped doing like in-person shit all the time, you had to you had to have an in to get anything special or different than anybody else. So it's even worse, I think, since the pandemic. Yeah, because there's yep. the access is even more limited. But yeah, yeah. It, is, it is pathetic. Give me one guy. Give me a fucking writer with some balls. Just report the news. Tell me what's going on. I mean, sticking up for a guy when his job. I mean, I. I Dickheads. Yeah, <laughs> a new, new guy comes in there. And pl- used to be that controversy and drama was good for a writer, right? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't, wouldn't you it's want? Interesting. The guy, wouldn't you want the guy out so then you could report on the bad blood between the two sides and report on who's coming in? I don't know. Now it's just pissing me off. Yeah. Can't, can't. They want the. They want those relationships. I guess. Guess is what it is. Give me one guy with some balls and just fucking have the balls to write the truth. Yeah. Got, he's gotten worse. They've gotten worse. People people call him say he's not a bad manager. Don't have any clue what they're talking about. Nah, those aren't the those aren't the day in and day out Yankee fans. No. All the day in day out Yankee fans I know they know. I'm telling they you, know. man. I, again. It goes back to this one thing. If he gets fired tomorrow, he is never working again in baseball. Well, I'd see, that's I don't know about that because the Padres, I heard, they'd hire him. Ew. Good, good luck. Would bring him good in. Luck. I mean, their two biggest stars were fighting in the dugout. Good luck with that. Poon, <laughs> yeah, police in that. <laughs> There's no uh, this, that, uh, the Yankees had zero egos on the team. Like nothing. I was a, it was a bunch of fucking jellyfish on that team in that in that clubhouse, right, from top to bottom. So I don't know. He had a bunch of the most laid back New York team I could think of in history. Yeah, they were. They were, but not in a good way. Not laid back and just like it's, it's all good and go out there and no, definitely <laughs> same attitude. Win, lose, or draw. Do I get my do I get my fucking orange slices? A little too cool. A little too cool, yeah. Yes. A little too cool is right. Give me baseball guys. I don't need cool guys. 
Yeah, you need, you need a little grit. If you want, you start winning, you flying up a couple, you know, World Series trophies, you can start being a little too cool. Yeah, on, on Old Timer's Day. <laughs> yeah, right. Then, <laughs> then you can loaf around. By the way, did yeah. you see Bill Clinton went to the hospital? Yeah, he's all right, though, right? Taylor. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Chris Taylor. That's down the line. Just oh, yeah, short and foul. Yeah, I don't know. Non-COVID infection. That, that has to lead every, every oh, hospital yeah. headline. Have you watched the show, the impeachment show? No, I, I, I wanted to, but it just it got away from me. No, it's just too far gone. I don't think I'll ever go back to it. <laughs> Dug yourself a hole. Yeah, I don't want to catch up. I still got to catch up to Succession before this weekend. I want to. Oh, to Succession. Yeah, uh, I'm pumped for Succession. I only have two episodes to go to catch up uh, to this season. So I'm going to go back and watch the finale, I think, before I. Because I'm going to watch that show week to week. That's a week to week show for me. I'm giving them that, that much respect. Yeah. Like billions, I waited. I just I banged out billions this week quick. Uh, just because I kind of like got out of billions even before the pandemic hit. Yeah, and uh, I just I was like I could just binge. Uh, but, I don't know. Billions is just it's okay. Billions was really good. It was, but this season, the season before the pandemic season wasn't as good. And I've not four, picked it back four up. and then into five. Oh, so you didn't even start five? I did when it was first on, and then I just it was I didn't like where's this going? I didn't even write. I had no idea where it was going. It's and, yeah, uh, it's not. Get, Take your time. I got I got I loved billions for a long time and and it just felt like they were doing too much with like they love quoting movies and oh the dialogue is yeah it's like I'm sitting there I don't even like my I don't even think my wife gets like eighty percent of the dialogue she, thank God she doesn't ask me but like I don't know I, I, a lot of that stuff probably goes over people's heads who aren't like movie buffs or sports fans and I am both of those things but even yeah. I find it to be a little much I feel like early on it wasn't as bad but then like the last maybe it was even like the last two seasons this season that just ended that I saw half of and season before yeah. I think it was those two seasons like it just was constant like I don't yeah, know it's like no one talks like that all the time man. come on yeah we do it we do it sometimes and it happens but I mean every interaction like big deals being made and <laughs> we have to quote it all the time. Yeah, can't imagine being like in a job interview and start quoting fucking Reservoir Dogs or something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Succession back this week. Pumped for Succession. I'm gonna try and do that like every week. No, probably not Sunday night, but you know, Monday, Tuesday. Try try and do one a week. <laughs> you think? Can you imagine? Sorry, can you imagine going to the job interview and the guy being like, "Wow, that's great. You did a great job. Yeah, I think you got it. What do you think?" And it's being like. Give me the money, you fucking cocksucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usual suspects. Like, what? Yeah. Excuse me? Give me the money, you fucking cocksucking motherfucker. Like, wait, what? What are you saying? What are you doing? I don't get it. <laughs> well, we don't have the job anymore. Taking a chance. Give Taking money, a chance man. that the uh, your boss has seen usual suspects. <laughs> yes. Give me, the, give me the money, you fucking cocksucker. What the fuck? Give me the fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Yeah, it is not. It's not how it works. And I, yeah, it got a little much for that. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Plus, that. it's like the same. It's like the same. It's like Giamatti chasing down Axe for 
how many seasons. It's just, yeah, it's a little, just a little repetitive too. Yeah. 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 I do like Corey Stoll though. Is he, was he coming just at the beginning of the season? I don't remember. I remember him. I think like, so. I think it was five, yeah. beginning of five. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the nice guy, billionaire. Well, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you'll see nicer than x or at least supposedly nicer than x. yes yeah and then uh oh Wait. so i have been watching the clinton show it's uh it's not bad it's it's uh it's I mean, it doesn't make anyone look good which i kind of like good just give me the give me the raw give me the raw and it's it's not even clinton isn't even really in it that much mm-hmm I expected him to be in it a little more. Uh, Hillary has barely been in it, which I was interested to see her because it's Edie Falco. Yeah, yeah. Like so, it's, I think it's six episodes in right now. I wonder if because I think it's ten total. Holy I wonder if she's gonna yeah, play. I wonder if she's yeah. It, it, it's got it at points. It's been a little repetitive with like. I mean, you'll see it. Or you're not gonna see it, but it, I like. Like it's it, they portray Monica as just a very like naive uh, and somewhat, you know, the past couple episodes a little bit of a sympathetic figure, but sure. also a complete moron. Well, I think which she, all she, may have been true. Didn't she, have some, didn't she have something to do with the show? Wouldn't she involved with the show? Yeah, like an executive producer or something. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the best you can hope for is to be sympathetic figure in this story. But she was young though; when she was a kid. All right, twenty-four. She, yeah, 20, she was pretty young. Twenty-four with the president. I mean, like, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's that's. There's there's not. You know, you could say like, oh well, she should know better. I'm like, yeah, but if it's the president, how do you fucking know better? That is, doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, she uh, she may have came out to him, but and 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 well, she did come out to him, and she was having an affair, like right before that time with another different married man. So they don't portray that in the show, but it is, that is accurate. Give me like a quick, uh, like the worst three. Who looks the worst? Top, low, low, oh, top three. Number number one, Linda Tripp. <laughs> Sarah Paulson, she's the MVP. She's great. <laughs> Nails it. As And I don't even remember Linda Tripp that much. Like I've seen pictures of her. I, yeah. You know, I don't. I was kind of young to follow the story at the time. I just remember the basics. Yeah. But just her performance in general is top notch. All right. Yeah, Excellent. you kind of get that. I maybe watched the first like, 20 minutes of the first episode. And, yeah, you could tell she was – they were going to key in on her a lot. She's the, she's the main character, I would yeah. say, in the, in the show. She was drinking, like, the Weight Watchers stuff or the Slim Fast. <laughs> I love I, yeah. the best part about these shows is like the overt references to the time period that they're in, right? Like an yeah. answering machine, something along those lines. Something, yeah, dial up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. AOL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. AOL. Um, did I hear, think who else? Did I hear that there was a scene with Hillary where she pulled up her computer and was like, "You've got mail with Hillary," or no? Uh, no. She's. I mean, she's really barely been in it. Oh, okay, I thought I, I don't I thought think I read so. someplace where she had got like emails, like a little joke because the emails. Oh, maybe, maybe. I don't, it hasn't happened yet. Oh, okay, all right. Um, who else? Look, I mean the 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 episode I just watched. 
I mean, Cl- Cl- I mean, obviously, I have to throw Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton does not – they do not portray him in a positive light at all. <laughs> um, and the FBI, in the latest episode I just watched, mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're feds. They're like the independent council that was kind of investigating Clinton. They don't look good because it just looks like they – have just a hard on for going after Clinton and they're just using Monica as like a pawn. Right. Like they're right, threatening right. her with jail time. Cause she falsified an affidavit and they're threatening her with like 20 years in prison, which you're not going to get for lying. Like I know perjury shouldn't be taken lightly, but you're not going to get 20 years for lying. Like, and they're just like, you know, holding her against their will. Like they don't want her speaking to an attorney. So the, the feds don't look good because they just look like it's like a little – I don't know if it's politically motivated or just they're just looking for a headline, like we got the Probably. president. Is that um, <laughs> Con, the Con Hanks character? Is he the fed, right? Yeah, he's like the good cop, though. The bad oh. cop is uh, – I don't know if you would know this guy. He was in the affair. Redhead guy. <laughs> he's like the dick cop. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting, though. And Monica is, is like, I wouldn't call her the worst, but she comes across a little just like, just stupid and naive. <laughs> yeah, Which I'm sure the, she was. Like I said, it's probably the best that she could hope for her in that. She's become, yeah, yeah, it's tough. Like, like you're, 20, you're 24, but, like, did you really think, like, the way they portray her, like, she thought they were going to, like, she was going to live happy ever, happily ever after with the, with the guy. Yeah, no. It's like he's the president. Yeah. Yeah. There's been like, there was like 12 Monica's before you, you know, he was, gov- when he was governor. I mean, oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> Think he just started this. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy what they would do to a president for, you know, getting a blow job. Yeah. The nineties, man. You know, that's when like, uh, we started to have, uh, oh, they feature a uh, drudge in an episode. I don't know if he's going to come back at all. Oh, that's that's an episode where uh, that's where the AOL is uh, is uh, poor, is uh, what do you call it on full display because he signs on to AOL and sends out like his first newsletter or whatever oh, okay. and it was like an e- it was like an email to like a hundred people or whatever it was. <laughs> um, so there's that and uh, what the hell else was I gonna say? Oh, that's that's basically it. It's an interesting show. Not a great show, but it's, you know, take you back a little bit. The OJ show was better? Uh, I like the OJ show, but the only, the only I like Cuba. Right. Like, I don't, I, I don't buy Cuba as OJ. Cuba's like a little guy, isn't he? OJ's massive. Yeah, I get you. And he also the voice too. Like Cuba doesn't have the <laughs> masculine voice that OJ had. Yeah. <laughs> but I also like I also don't really buy Clive Owen as Clinton. It's yeah. weird. Like I just see I see he's English, right? Clive Owen. I think so. He does a decent he does a decent like Clinton voice, but I can't help but see Clive Owen. Like I, I don't know. It's it's hard doing presents because like Daryl Hammond's the best to do Clinton. No one will top that. Yeah, he's not gonna. Yeah, the thing, but obviously, Clive Owen's a better actor than Daryl sure. Hammond. But you, you have you have it down. You have it down. And it's just you can't match it. 
I think I just I see I just I see Clive Owen too much when I look yeah. at the character. Yeah, you can put you can put the makeup on and shit, but in the end, still Clive Owen. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, a lot of shitheads in that show, which is which is nice. It's the way it should be. But yeah, it's politics. I mean, it's DC. Yeah, it's DC. Ann Coulter's be. in the show. The chick from How I Met Your Mother plays her. You should be rooting for anybody. Everybody's no, there's no, there's no one to root guy. for. No one to root for in the show. Well, Monica, like now, has become like a hero to I don't know who feminists or I don't know I don't know who. Yeah, she she does a lot of speaking engagements, right? Yeah. But uh, I mean, amazing what you could do, man. If people want to listen to you, you can make some money. Jeez. Yeah, I wonder what her angle is. I mean, I guess it's just. Uh, I mean, it's probably pretty obvious, but it's probably it's it's got to be just you know, taken advantage of at a young age by a powerful man, and you know, kind of at the time, probably felt like her whole life was ruined. And to come back from that, probably, yeah, that's got to be what you know she's talking about. Is kind of coming back from. I mean, people have hit rock bottom before, but that's like you know, front page of every paper as. Slobbering down president's knob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She did. She has come out and spoken against like sexual harassment and stuff like that. But she has made it clear that like she it was, was right. It was a mutual. It was consensual. Yeah, 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 it was consensual. She's not throwing him under the bus. I think she had some. I think she may have had some. I think I read she had some sort of uh, something happened to her when she was like younger. Mm. That may have like paved the way for some issues. Be crazy if uh, Clinton going through these health issues. Like, I just want to see my. I just want to see Monica now. Oh send, man, said Monica, in. I miss her. Gets all he gets Alzheimer's and starts calling Hillary Monica. Uh, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, I didn't even mean that. It's meant like he starts like he's like fucking. How much time left? Send her yeah, my, my one true love. I got one more in me. <laughs> tell her where, tell her where put me in coach <laughs> tell her bring a hat full of Viagra and wear the dress yeah <laughs> the blue dress that's portrayed on the show <laughs> yeah of course of course you gotta you gotta go blue dress what was it a semen stain and a cigar is that what it was yeah a little I'd both be, I'd be taken down by that <laughs> unbelievable it's like in Sopranos, Cunnilingus and uh, psychiatry got us here. There was Giustain and a and a fucking Cohibo. Fucking Linda Tripp recorded phone calls. <laughs> what an asshole she is, man! Great, great for entertainment purposes. I'll tell you that. Yeah, she looks like as the portrayal looks like some of you are just you willing to root. You'd be happy to root against and hate or. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Ten episodes is too many, though, man. That's too many. It is for sure. Like that. I don't like. I don't. That's things need to be cut down more. You know, people are looking at the Sopranos movie. I heard people talk about it at work today, and I was about to chime in, and then they started like praising (laughs) the Silvio character, and I was like, "All right, I can't. I'm not going to talk about this with these people. I just can't do it." And. Oh, fuck was my train. Oh, and people are like, oh, make, it would make more sense as a miniseries. I'm like, no. If we're going to make a movie, just make a fucking movie. People making movies for a fucking century figure it the fuck out. 
Like it's not right. It's, it's been easy. done before. It's not easy to make a movie, but you don't need. You don't all of a sudden need to make it a miniseries. Oh, Giardelli! I just saw in the background. Sorry, that's another place in San Fran. You know, Giardelli Chocolate. Chocolates, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's the, the headquarters is uh, right there downtown. Nice, Giardelli is good. Yes, went there. That was one of the stops. The tourist places. They got to do the tourist shit. Go to San Fran. Bottom line. Yeah, I'm going. You talk. I think you kind of talked me out of it. The hills, the bums, weird feeling. Uh, the 49ers. If I see every other baseball stadium and I got to go there, I guess I'll make it my last stop. Yeah, I'm. I'm I've Mookie Betts. Betts on again. Betts is on. Yep. Third time. Three for today? three. Yeah. Three for three. Let's see here. All right. But top of the sixth, Betts is on with one away. No score here. And Corey Seager coming to the plate, I believe. With one out, one on. Uh, I didn't yeah, realize Betts how good of a year yeah. Logan Webb had. I mean, everybody had a good year on this team. Yeah, I guess. I just didn't realize. If you, if you asked me to name their, their ace, oh, I don't know if I would have said. I don't know if oh, I would have said Webb. Who you said, Barry Zito? Maybe Alex Wood. Fair enough. Did he pitch in the series? Did he pitch game three? I think he pitched, yeah. There's just uh, – I didn't really watch the other night. The, was it 7-2? Dodgers won? I yeah, I went to bed like fourth inning, fifth I inning. game four, yeah. Yeah, here's Seager against Webb. Open to moment in the game. Oh, Bounce Bet's taken one. off in He's there in, easily. In. Yeah, Bet's had to go there. So, all right. Well, let's get going, man. 10.54 here on the East Coast. Oh, what's going on here? Oh, I thought this was uh, – what is this? What's that? No, I thought that this breaking was breaking news. No, no, I thought this was Teddy to us. I don't know what is he doing. Who the fuck is this? I don't. Know. Oh, so Teddy sent me a picture. I don't know if this is for. Well, this is for the show. Yeah, fuck it. We've gone too far. So yeah, no. I, uh, it's a picture of some woman. Oh, uh, in a bikini and a couple shots. And uh, her name's Serendipity. She's out of Miami Beach, Florida. 69 likes on this picture. Uh, only <laughs> way I'll lose my spot is if I don't want it no more. Uh, whatever that means. Virginity? <laughs> and he goes, any wild guess as to who this is? I'm afraid oh. to ask now. Might need to forward me the picture just... <laughs> Two sets of eyes are better than one. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Yeah. Right. Seeger delivers, and the Dodgers take a one nothing lead. RBI doubled on the left field line. On the this is a game where one run could uh, make all the difference. They've took them f- how many innings? Fourteen. 13 innings to solve Logan Webb, but it looks like they may have done it. Uh, That's it. They set themselves up for heartbreak later. In the... All right. We'll stand by on that. We'll see what he says. We got some picks to make. 
Week six. Coming up here. Let's do it. I don't have any. I don't have any. This is on the fly for me tonight. I don't even have my in order here. So uh, it should be interesting. All right. Last week, uh, you went 0-2-1. Do I have that right? Yeah, the fucking bangles. And I went 3-0. and So you're now nice four, job. Four ten and one, and uh, climbed above five hundred. I'm eight and seven through five. All right, need need a big week. You Let's got see. it. In. You got it in you. Uh, I uh, I will defer to you. Go for it. All right, pick number one. I'm gonna put my powers to the test here. By powers, I mean shitty diarrhea picks. These first five weeks. <laughs> Listen, other other than. <laughs> Other than the Pats in the Brady era over the Bills, there has not been a more one-sided rivalry than Rodgers versus the Bears. So I'm keeping it – I'm sticking the basics here. Uh, I will look for that to continue this week. Green Bay four and a half. Uh, I got to think that – you know, the Bears have been a nice story so far. The three and two field has been all right. But until I – it's just the same story every year. If, if Rodgers is playing, he's beating the Bears. And it's just – it feels like the same game every year. So, I know it's in Chicago, home dog, all those things. Give me the Packers, four and a half. There you go. And that girl used to play basketball at my high school, by the way. That's all I got. Oh, that's it. That's it. She might have – did she go to school? Did she go to – hang on a second. No, she, if, if this is true – let me see. Do a little investigative journalism here. No, not her. Never mind. All right, I thought she went to the. Don't you went to college for, for basketball? I don't think so. All right, so you got Green Bay beating Chicago. All right, my first pick. Um. Let's see. Uh, can you explain to me why Cleveland's a home favorite against Arizona? Shouldn't they be dogs, home dogs? Well, it should be Arizona. Arizona, a, Arizona one. Arizona and a half. had a couple. Arizona had a couple. Uh, I don't know. Cleveland's good. Arizona had a couple COVID uh, okay. well, tests today, and Cleveland. I don't know. Cleveland. I think that line is pretty. If I'm handicapping it, it's two and a half Cleveland. Okay, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Arizona to lose a game here. Yeah, I I would love to pick Cleveland here, but I, I can't pick them as a favorite, even though they're at home. I I can't touch them. Uh, that's gonna let's go. Where are we gonna go here? Um, hmm. Okay, uh, Vegas. Let's see, Vegas, Denver. Vegas is in Denver. Vegas has lost their coach. Everybody's going to be on Denver, right? Everybody's going to be on Denver this week. Maybe we'll go that route. Uh, da, 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 da. I should have looked at this first. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? This is actually – I should make this pick. But uh, crazy week for the Washington football team, right? A lot of, lot of headlines. Um. Things are all off kilter. They have this uh, sudden urge to honor a uh, uh, honor a former player, retire his number, uh, Sean Taylor. Um, after all these emails come out, there's disarray in the organization. All these players are be answering that question. 
Uh, Kansas City's coming to town. You were on Kansas City, I think, maybe a week early. This might be the week where they kind of break out a little bit. Washington, we know their defense is okay, but not as good as they were a year ago. I think they'll be able to keep up a little bit, but this might be kind of one of those weeks where Kansas City just says, let's, let's cut the bullshit and be Kansas City for a week. I'm taking Kansas City in the road favored by six and a half. Okay, I like that. Um, game number two, I'm going back to one of the only teams the past two – the only team, I think, the past two weeks that has actually covered for me. I'm going back to New England. So Dallas has played three straight games, and they've looked unbelievable. Yep. Right? I mean, they yep. waxed Philly Monday night. They killed Carolina, and then last week, Giants, you know, that game got away late. Yeah. But, I mean, three basically blowouts. So, I, I'll say this. I think Dallas is good. I think they win the division, no problem. But I would like to see them maybe go out on the road when there's a little chill in the air. You know, they've played three, they've played three home games. Last three games were home games, like I said, all pretty much blowouts. First two games of the season on the road, they, you know, lost by a field goal in Tampa. You know, one by a field goal in L.A. Both close games. I expect this game to be close. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still as much as – I think Dallas is good. I think at the end of the year they'll be there. They'll be one of those top, like, four or, you know, five teams in the NFC. I don't know if I'm ready to make them – what is it, four, three and a half? Three, I got Dallas by three and a half. I don't know if I'm ready to have them lay that many points uh, on the road against a good New England defense. Uh, you know, like I said, not going to be cold, but it's going to be like kind of pumpkin, pumpkin patch weather, you know, <laughs> a little autumn crispness in the air. All right. Uh, and this is, I think Patriots, this is a season changer for them. If they can win this game, they go to three and three and they have the Jets up next, you know, not winning the division, but wild card is certainly, would certainly be within reach. So I think uh, Patriots do everything. They could, they could win this game, the Patriots, I think. They can win this game. I expect a similar kind, kind of like the Bucks game was. You know, just a, I don't, I don't think Dallas is going to go out there and, you know, it would impress me if Dallas went out there and smoked them. I just don't expect it. I expect a, a tight game in the fourth quarter, and I'm taking the points in that sense. All right, I don't love that one. I think, I think, no. I, I wonder how much respect the England gets because it's like the coach team. I don't, I, yeah, deep. I don't think they're getting respect at all. I think they're home dogs. Home dogs to Dallas team was stormed through the league right now. I don't think New England is as good as three and a half. Yeah, all home Dallas. games, though. All home games. I don't. I got to see yeah, Dallas do that's it on fair. the road. That's fair. Um, yeah, I love it. Get out of those friendly, out of those friendly confines of the dome. But then, if you, then if you pick Dallas, then we would have had three road favorites <laughs> to, to start. As a recipe for, that's a recipe for disaster. I can only pick one road team. I, I'm allergic to road teams. I probably should. I'm sure road teams are probably covering that like a 60 fucking 5% clip. Why can't, <laughs> I, mean, why can't I bet? It's just go against your picks, yeah. Uh, all right. So I think this is probably the game of the week I'm going to look at next. Chargers and Baltimore. I'm trying to – I love the Chargers. I'm all in on the Chargers. And I feel like the world is all on the Chargers right now. But, but I also kind of feel the same way about Baltimore. I think people like what Baltimore did the other night, um, the comeback and everything. I think people are, are on them too. But I think the world is hot for the Chargers. So I'm going to go with Baltimore at home with the points here. Now, I don't know if that's the smartest move in the world, 
to kind of go against the team I was riding. But, you know, going on the road, coming to the East Coast, maybe it doesn't have that much of an impact. Uh, one o'clock game. Uh, I'm, take, I'm taking the home Ravens here with, as three-point favorites. I just, think, I, just, I just think everything kind of breaks their way a little bit in this scenario. And everybody backs off the Chargers a little bit. I'll be back on the Chargers next week uh, here. But I, I, think, I think this is where everybody, everybody goes heavy in the Chargers and disappoints. Everybody's going bonkers. So I'm taking Baltimore. I understand that pick. To me, I can't bet that game, but I understand it because the Chargers are – I'm pretty sure the public's kind of the Chargers right now. Yeah. And I would be careful. I'd be careful. To me, I, it's a no play. Lean Ravens because it's a contrarian play. All right. Pick number three. Uh, this one, I just feel like I'm going to get burned. But I, I, I feel like it's a – this is a principal pick. Okay. This is the principal pick. I'm going to Sunday night. I, I feel like I pick the Sunday night game every, every week. I love it. Uh, I love it. Prime time. I, I like, yeah. You That's where you belong. Hey? Prime you belong time in, game. You belong, you belong in prime time. And I've, I've, to me, I feel like I've had a good history of betting Sunday night football. Monday night, terrible. Sunday night, a little bit better. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm laying the five with the Steelers. Okay. Now, you can make a case for the Steelers being overvalued here. You know, people treating the Steelers. Oh, boy, that is a bomb from Darren Ruff as he can give me some time to uh, think about why I want to bet the Steelers. That was a no-doubter to center field. You do not see that very often. Right off the Girardelli sign. (laughs) It's got to be. Jeez. Uh, That lead didn't last long. Oof, that was crushed. Um, So – are the Steelers overvalued a little bit because, you know, we're still living in 10 years in the past when Roethlisberger was Roethlisberger? Maybe. But I, I, I turn around the question the other way. Are the Seahawks being overvalued? I mean, listen, I, I'm just going to put it this way. We haven't seen Pete Carroll coach a game, football game, without Russell Wilson – in a decade. He got drafted in 2012, I think it was. And didn't Russ have, like, a consecutive game streak? Or am I botching that? I don't know if he had it up till now, but at some point he did, yeah. I'm pretty know. sure he hasn't. I'm pretty sure it took until now for him to miss a start. I don't think he's missed a start in his career. I feel like that's a stat. Probably I mean, should have looked into that, but whatever. Is this um, – is this okay if we make this a joint pick? I think I want to go in on this one with you. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's Geno Smith. It's Geno Smith on the road in prime time. And here, want to hear a little stat about Pete Carroll? Yeah. Two years before Russell Wilson got to Seattle, he was there two years, seven and nine, seven and nine. He yeah. was the Jets coach for a year, six and ten. I got to make – we were one and zero oh with our joint pick. We made the mistake of not actually putting money down on Houston, and we should have. Yes, um, we should have. I, I want to run it back this week. I want to go with Pittsburgh. I, again, I, I ask one more time for your permission to make it a joint pick. No, it's, yeah, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not going to. So do you have to make another? P, P. Carroll. P. Carroll. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. I, I think, Fuck, I, P. Carroll's the overrated coach. I think all I can do is say Geno Smith. Geno Smith and P. It's a, this is a, my reputation's on the line because I've been anti Geno Smith and anti Pete Carroll for a while. <laughs> 
I mean, Pete Carroll a little bit longer. There was no bigger thrill than the G, than the Geno Smith pick a week ago tonight. That was amazing. The Brandon Ruff dinger pales in comparison uh, no. <laughs> to, to the, a show a show's highlights. Yeah, I, uh, that's another. I know Geno Smith. I know he played these. Like, how many points? Well, if Russ is playing in this game, is Seattle favored by a little bit? Like, I feel like Geno Smith should be worth at least seven or eight points towards the Steelers. Yeah, Seattle goes there with a healthy Russ coming off of, assuming they would come off a win last week instead of giving it away. Um, yeah, Steelers by two, something like that. Two and a half. No, I I think maybe Seattle. Oh, Seattle by Seattle by two and a half. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, so Seattle Geno Smith is worth like at least a touchdown to the other team. Yeah. yeah. I would think. All right, so a third. All right. Mm, I'm doing it. Because I, I I had this game written down as like my fourth. I didn't I don't have it written down, but it was written down inside my brain yeah. as a fourth alternate. Yeah. This is this is this is a little out there, but you made it a joint pick, so you asked for this. <laughs> okay, I'm taking the Giants getting nine and a half. Oh no! What was I doing? <laughs> I ruined my weekend. This game, well, this game, I, I mean, ninety-one percent of the money I'm seeing right now is on the Rams. This and this opened at ten and a half, and it dropped to nine and a half. Something fishy there. Give me this. Give me a, a spirited effort from the defense this week, and I okay. think the Giants can cover this game. This could be a game that just like they hang around in. I don't. I don't see an outright upset, but I see this like as a hard fought, like a twenty three seventeen loss, twenty six twenty one, something something along those. You might lines. have jo- you might have Jones too. So I mean, it's actually is a positive. Right, and Tony, that dude, looks yep. good now. Like, maybe yep. they could do a little something on offense. West team traveling east. <laughs> we never get burned on that. <laughs> um, and who did the Rams have last week? Uh, the Seattle, Ra- right? The, yeah, the Rams. Uh, Second straight road game. Extra time to prepare. Yeah. Fuck it. Nah, yeah, Rams I'm, I'm going three, Giants. Yeah. I, I don't want to think about my third pick. That was what. That was like my alternate, anyways. I'm going. I'm going Giants, getting you know, nine and a half. I'm. I'm happy to report that. Now I stand by my assessment of Danny Jones. What I feel about him, right? I just never thought he had the makings of a varsity athlete, right? I just. Uh, I I really appreciate his toughness, and he went out when he when he, when he went out last week. The way Boy. he went out, you know, trying to it looks, bull, bull looks like a wilder. Yeah, well, no. okay. The the play that got him to look like that when oh, he yeah. like bum rushes way to the to the goal line, basically trying to score. Uh, as a football fan, there's nothing I respect more than a player who does that. I mean, for years, I watched as like Tiki Barber avoided contact, ran out of bounds. Uh, he would never ask for contact like Danny Jones asked for contact, um, and it's not, that's not the first time he's done it either. So, I am becoming. Uh, I don't want – yeah, I'm becoming a fan of his uh, because he wears the jersey and because he plays with some balls. Now, it doesn't change my assessment. I don't believe he's going to lead us to the promised land. Again, I'm hope I'm, I hope I'm wrong about it. Uh, but I, I'm not a professional scout, though, so what the fuck do I know? Mm. Um, but you play like that, I'm happy to have you on the team. You know, I just uh, 
and there's a base hit by Bryant, two out base hit, and uh, two out single. So it, at least, at least I have that going for me as a Giants fan. At least I feel better about rooting for the guy because, like I said, it gets stones. That's more than you can say for a lot of players. So yes, uh, and it's and of course as soon as he went out, I'm like, well, now the guy, the guy was like trying to go back to the line of scrimmage. Like he's stumbling and bumbling. He's can barely stand up after lowering his head and looking for contact. Guy wants to get back. Like how you can't hate a guy like that. It's impossible to hate right. a guy like that. <laughs> uh, all right, so my third pick, I'm going back to the well. At this team covered for me last week. Um, they're going up against a team that I just don't think should be a 10 point favorite under any circumstances. Uh, it's it's fun for me to pick on Houston right now because I think Houston's the the uh, butt joke of the league. Uh, this team in disarray, but if they're going to get 10 in Indy against a team that's not. I don't think Indy's a great team by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, let, me, let me just ride with Houston. Let me see what Davis Mills has, right? Davis Mills, did you even get the name right? Davis Mills, it's him. Yeah, nailed it. Let me see what he's got. Let's play, man. Uh, you know, we've talked about this all the time. The other team's there to play the game, too. They're not there to roll over and die. Biggest number on the board. I, again, do you think Indy should be 10-point favorite Any any point? 10 points is too much for Indianapolis for me. No, but I kind of like Indy in the spot, laying ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm taking I'm taking plus ten Houston. Let's go. All right, there rolling, it is. Rolling with the dogs. So that's uh, KC minus six and a half for me. Baltimore minus three. Houston plus ten. I got uh, Green Bay four and a lane four and a half. Um, Giants plus nine and a half, and I already forgot my second pick. Pats. Pats getting three and a half, and the joint pick of the Steelers laying five on Sunday night. Let's go. Trying to go two and zero oh in the joint pick for the f- record, first time ever. I think one and zero oh is a record. One and zero. Oh, well, we're trying to double our record. Uh, yeah, winning record with the joints would be uh, stellar. Unheard of. All right, well, let's wrap it up. Hope uh, you guys have a great fucking week. Hope we'll see you tomorrow at Stag. Thanks, as always, for spending the time with us here at Sunday 4. And... Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we will be talking to you next week. Take care. AC Slater up here. Two outs. Bottom of the sixth. Takes a strike two at the knee. Urias at 57 pitches. Curious to see how long they'll let him go because uh, the bullpen's not very good. So, right? The Dodgers bullpen, Kenley Jansen. Yeah, they're not, they, I wouldn't be in any rush. So, you want this guy to pitch as deep into this game as possible. It will probably go to Kenley if they have a lead in the ninth, I would guess, though. And hold on to your butts. Yeah. Uh, Basically what we expected in this series. Who, a f- have, a fifth game, tight, late. They have training too, right? Like, I don't want to bring, I don't want to bring Blake Train into this game. No, I associate him with the Oakland days. I wouldn't want anything to do with yeah. him. Not in, no, not in San Fran. It just seems like recipe for disaster there too. Yes. So, right up the pike or whatever road it is. Yeah, I don't even know who else besides Jansen they have. 
I mean, they already burnt two of their guys in the first two innings, so. Yeah, no, it's Arias. I mean, like, you know, this might just be a way to get your ace to go deeper into the game. I don't know if he's considered the ace, really. Bueller, the ace, but uh, well, Scherzer. Oh, yeah. Hello. Oh, there, there uh, is that. There you go. Is is Scherzer on the table for an inning or two? Yeah. Oh, yeah. To get out of the game, absolutely. Scherzer closing this out. If they have a yeah. one, two-one lead in the ninth. Yeah, you would see. I. It's a good call. It's a great call. Yeah, it's a hundred percent gonna be Scherzer. Right? They're not going to. How many times can uh, Kenley Jansen burn you in the playoffs? Yeah. When you got Mad Max. But, you know, we talked Max can be had. I'm not sure. Has he ever come out of the pen for something like this? Uh, in the World Series, I think he did. Yeah. He probably did I fine. I think he came out of the pen. I don't know. One of those games. It might have been game seven. I, I don't remember. But he's come out of the pen before, I think, in the, in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to. Well, then, then he's not pitching. I don't know. One – one inning's not going to kill him. You'll see Bueller. No, game. you got it. Doesn't matter. You got to get. Yeah. You got to get to the LCS. You got to get there. Yeah, Bueller game one and figure it out. Yeah, got to get there as we head to the seventh. Oh man! Oh man! Curb uh, come back on the twenty fourth. Was that? Curb, have you seen the new trailer? Oh, yeah, the trailer looks great. Cannot wait for it. Very yep. excited. Uh, I found so, out tonight. So, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say some TV coming back. It's nice. Yeah, good to That's have all. it. Amazing. <laughs> TV came back quicker than uh, they forgot to make the chips for the cars and uh, shit on the shelves. The yeah. Wait, fucking wait, I'm waiting four months for fucking Windows. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You got fucking but LD can make a show. <laughs> I just found out tonight that MSG and Comcast have a dispute. Oh, you found that out tonight? Yeah, I didn't realize. And then uh, I go to put on the Islanders game, which I guess I'm glad it didn't happen because it looks like they got smoked. We uh, have the package free, though. Oh, is that right? Well, I missed it. Yeah. They don't have free this oh. week. Uh, they probably blacks it out for me though, because it's technically a local game. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it would have. I had Carolina and the Islander feed. Ah. Did you get the Bruins? <laughs> uh, well, I have Nesson, so I don't know. I, I, yeah, I in had... the past, I think because it's free, I think you'll be okay. I don't know, because he, if you had the package, and you, if you had the package, I should have checked when the Rangers were on. I could have. If you had the package and uh, and if you had the package and won the net in the networks, they usually block it out. Like I think it depends on what area you're in, zip code, or whatever. Yeah, I would think. I'll have to check and out. see when the Rangers are on next. That'll be the experiment. The Islanders don't open up their building until like late November. <laughs> no, they have like a thirteen game. Road road trip or something? That's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> fucking contractors, man, taking their sweet ass time. Steph Curry in the building is that a good sign or no? Uh, Where's Dell for the <laughs> hotel room? <laughs> in the, in oh yeah, the Econo Lodge. I don't know, Turner. 
Turner over for Justin Turner over thirty. Uh-huh. That guy Solano is slick over there at second. Ah, oh, the Giants, man! They catch the ball. They catch the ball. It's the nice man, thing I could say about them. Man, when we signed off on Monday, man, that was that was the last thing I saw was uh, Crawford, Brandon Crawford's jumping catch. Yeah, and then I fell asleep during the commercial break. But that was, I mean, they are. It was it was Solano made a play, a couple of plays in the outfield. Like, yeah, you're right. They get to everything and they they catch it all. It's crazy. Yep, beautiful to watch, man. Sticking with their ace here too. Uh, Tyler Rogers warming up. So, yeah, this is nitty-gritty time. This is uh, – I mean, this game is – it's to see who the favorite is going forward, I would think, to win it all. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's crazy. We got gypped, man. This had, this should have been a seven-game series. We yeah. Got, we got gypped out, out of uh, what could have been a classic. Yeah. Uh, Vin Scully came out and said that this is the most, this is the biggest game between the Giants and Dodgers ever. Yeah, I saw a dog on high heat today. I think he disagreed with that. Well, so. I guess in 1962, this is before there was LCSs. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers, forget about 51. Everyone knows the 51 one game playoff, Bobby Thompson, Ralph Branca. So I guess in 62, they finished with the same record in their division mm-hmm. and they played a three game series to determine who got into the world series. And it went three. It went three and the giants came from behind in Brooklyn. I, or no, it was LA at that point. I think they came from behind in LA with like four in the ninth to win game three and the giants. Beat them. So the giants in the history, they do have playing these big, I guess technically neither were none of those were postseason games, mm. letter of the law. But I guess in the small history they do of playing these type of these big games, the Giants have gotten the best of them of the Dodgers. All due respect, Vince Gullick came over with them from New York to the West Coast, and yeah. dog stayed over here. So I'm uh, I'm inclined to go with Vince Gullick's opinion on this one. He said this is the biggest game they've ever played. That was, yeah. that was the exact. Uh, that's, that's not the exact. It's not verbatim, no. I'll, I'll get it in a sec. Exactly what he said. The only thing about that is in, 50, in 51 and 62, those games were to get to the World Series. That's the only thing. Well, yeah, that's uh... – I mean, Who knew Logan Webb was this good? Let's not, let's not go crazy yet. <laughs> Could have put the whammy on him just now. Yeah. Four, 14 and a third innings, one run in the series. Uh, Cody Ballinger this is, could make me eat my words. This is Vin. To my knowledge, tonight's game between the Dodgers and Giants is the most important game in the history of their rivalry. With nearly identical records and so much at stake, I believe this to be the case. Many of you might consider the 1951 game for the NL pennant to be bigger, perhaps, but that was more about the greatest moment with Bobby Thompson's game-winning home run. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have an argument either way. I wasn't around for 51 or 62. Biggest uh, Dodger-Giant game of my life, I'll say that. Agreed. 
Yeah, so Logan Webb had a, in 2019, he had a 5.22 ERA, 2020, 5.47 ERA, and then out of nowhere this year, 11 and 3, 3.03 ERA. Got rid of the sticky stuff, and they got made it better. Everybody Maybe. Else, he just, yeah, he didn't need it. <laughs> too, too sticky. So Barry Bonds is there? Yeah. I mean, the only, place, row. The only place the guy gets standing ovation. That's it. Or, or cheered at all. They love him. <laughs> Big picture to Bellinger. Foul ball. Fouls it off. Off speed. There's a lot of off speed, this web. Is he related to Brandon Webb? I don't know. It's a good question. X Diamondback. Kind of look, I don't know. I just something reminds me of Brandon Webb. Dominance? Not so much that. <laughs> <laughs> Although Brandon Webb, I think he may have won a Cy Young, Brandon Webb. Are you fucking kidding me? That he, uh, what that happened? my fucking six. <laughs> you got oh. to be fucking kidding me. They put in a garbage time fucking. And they went for two. They did the Peterson. Oh, is that what they did? That was even really, I didn't know what the score was. Yeah, it was 28-14. I mean, they scored with six minutes left, so. Yeah, but they're not, the Bucks aren't trying to score after that. Yeah, they probably did. They even touch the ball again. I forgot the football was even on. Yeah, I just got the update on my phone. That's Yeah, the, the Eagles didn't touch the ball again. Oh, it sucks. Oh, man, they got it down to the six-yard line, too, and they kneeled. That's fucking brutal. Me and your brother had definitely had Tampa. <laughs> Laying six and a half? I think – oh, I wonder – oh, I thought it was seven. I gave it out at seven on the – it's ridiculous. That's – yeah, that's, that's just one where – if you're a Tampa better, you were on the right side, but you got fucked. Logan Webb having a little – this has got to be his last hitter. Having a little trouble putting away Cody. Oh. Off speed. <laughs> that makes got it look him. That's it. Off speed. Got him. Saved his best breaking pitch. Breaking ball slider. It was off speed. Saved his best one for pitch 106. And we will head to the bottom of the seventh. Logan Webb roaring off the mound and into the dugout. Let's go. That was, a, that was an impressive radio call right there. <laughs> or TV John call. Miller. Let me see that, John Miller. That, or that was like a TV call. We, that, that linked up perfectly with uh, – we'll tell our fans. Okay, well, I don't know what inning it was. You, you, you have to start this podcast – in like uh, the third, the second inning or something, and go from there. Links uh, matches up perfectly. Yeah, that's what they, I mean. I assume that's what they always do. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Good stuff, man. Let me get this out. I'll see you All right. Later. All right. All right. Later. Shit.